a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back, everyone. Final segment of Inside Sources today. Obviously, we've spent uh, time reflecting on the life and legacy of former Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, former Secretary of State Colin Powell, who passed away earlier today. And much will be written and much will be said in the coming days about his extraordinary life and all that he accomplished, uh, a son of Jamaican immigrant parents uh, who rose to international prominence and power. And looking at the, the list of accolades, it is long. Uh, and yet I don't think that those positions, those titles, uh, really give you the essence of the man and what really drove him, what really mattered most to him. And I think that's worth reflecting on. Uh, I shared a little earlier today on KSL News Radio uh, an experience I had uh, long years ago. Uh, he had uh, stepped down uh, from his uh, positions of power, and he was doing a lot of, of speaking. At the time, I was doing uh, a lot of speaking as well all around the world, uh, talking a lot about leadership and, and strategy and and culture building and how do you make a difference and impact. And of course, uh, Colin Powell was uh, everyone's favorite speaker. And I'll never forget going to Washington, D.C., where uh, the Speaker's Bureau that represented me also happened to be the same one that represented uh, Colonel Powell, uh, General Powell. And uh, they had a, a whole staff dedicated to his schedule because he was in such incredibly high demand at the time. And as I was sitting there and we were going through some of my calendar items and some of my scheduling for some upcoming speeches, one of the, the staffers said, you know, all those positive things you hear about Colin Powell, about how he's so authentic and he's so real and he's the same in private as he is in public and always treats everybody with integrity and grace. And they gave this long list of attributes. And I said, yes. And they responded, it's not true. And I admit I had a moment of panic of, no, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. I am not ready for that to, that to come crashing down. Please don't tell me he's a prima donna. Please don't tell me yeah, he, he's arrogant and self-absorbed and narcissistic. And the, thankfully, the staffer said, it isn't true because he's a thousand times better than that. And... And I think he was a thousand times better than that because he knew how to treat people. He knew what mattered most. He knew what was at the core of the core of who he was. And I, I think that's so important for us in, in an age and a time where 
we we look at a lot of our leaders and we we don't have a lot of trust. And I really believe, and we've talked about it on this show before, that there is an inescapable trust of leadership and that that matters. And especially for people in high office who are constantly asking voters or the public to, to trust me, just trust me. And if you're going to ask for that trust, you have to, you have to show it. And where we, we see, again, this hole, gaping hole in our societal fabric, uh, especially in government, uh, from a loss of, of public trust, a lot of it comes back to integrity. And we know from our conversation earlier today with uh, former Ambassador John Huntsman that integrity was a big deal uh, to Colin Powell. And I think it goes all the way back. He was a study, a student of history uh, and understood the founding of the nation and understood great leaders from across time and space. Uh, but I think he often looked to, to George Washington, of course, in his first inaugural address in 1789. George Washington said he hoped that the foundations of our national policy will be laid in the pure and immutable principles of private morality. He called on free government to exemplify the attributes that will make its citizens proud and command the respect of the world. And I do think that's one of the things that Colin Powell really epitomized. He he had the respect of the world. He was trusted. Uh, I, I like the fact that uh, John Huntsman Jr. Uh, called him the best president we never had. <laughs> so many uh, hoped that he would uh, get into a presiden- presidential race, and yet he didn't. Uh, didn't feel compelled to go down that path. And I think it was because of the politics of it, uh, because of all of the uh, things that go on with that. So I think as we look at that, as we look at uh, the need not for our politicians to be perfect, uh, because none of us are perfect, we all fall short. Uh, In fact, we all have a lot of opportunities to look in the mirror every day and see, are we congruent? Are we living up to the principles we profess to believe? Uh, I think back to uh, something that uh, Gordon B. Hinckley said back in the uh, late 1990s. Uh, He asked a question. Is it asking too much of our public servants to not only make of this nation the greatest nation on earth politically, militarily, but also to give moral leadership to the world? Again, that inescapable trust of leadership is so important. Uh, I often look back at history as well, and you look at the, the challenges many People who rise in fame or power or politics, uh, they all get some tests. Uh, One of my favorite resources from history is uh, just a a little book written in 1902 uh, by Episcopalian author William George Jordan. Uh, Fascinating read. Uh, The last chapter of this little book, the book's called The Power of Truth. If you're ever looking for a great read, uh, just read that. You could read it every day. It would change your world. Uh, The last chapter, uh, which I try to get back to often, it's called The Way of the Reformer. And he said that um, that it's in this last chapter uh, says that uh, it is the fight that is made when all seems lost that really counts and rests victory from the hand of seeming defeat. And when it 
is all over and the victory is yours and the smoke clears away and the smell of the powder is dissipated and you bury the friendships that died because they could not stand the strain and you nurse back the wounded and faint-hearted who loyally stood by you even when doubting. Then the hard years of fighting will seem but a dream. You will stand brave, heartened, strengthened by the struggle, recreated to a new, better, and stronger life by a noble battle, nobly waged in a noble cause. And the price will then seem to you nothing. I think Colin Powell had an element of that. Uh, He went through a lot of those struggles. He went through those challenges. He went through uh, losing friendships that couldn't stand the strain of integrity. And he stood at the end and recognized the price to be paid to lead. And the price was nothing because he had his integrity. Now, I want to round out uh, our tribute to Colin Powell with uh, one other verse from William George Jordan, which I think is uh, really the epitome and the essence of what Colin Powell, who he was and what he was about, because he was a reformer. He literally was part of the changing of the course of history in, uh, in so many ways. It says, the reformers of the world are its people of mighty purpose. They are the people with the courage of individual conviction who dare run counter to the criticism of inferiors. Men who voluntarily bear crosses for what they accept as right, even without the guarantee of a crown. They are the people who gladly go down into the depths of silence, darkness, and oblivion, only to emerge finally like divers with pearls in their hands. And to me, Colin Powell was that kind of reformer. He was willing to go down into the depths, but he always emerged with pearls in his hands. Great American, great legacy, much to ponder. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. As always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that'll make a difference. I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.